You are listening to The Wildest Podcast, a weekly personal development podcast in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Jandra Sutton, and I'm an author, entrepreneur, and speaker on a mission to help people build their dream lives. We all know what we should be doing when it comes to things like productivity, mental health, self-help, and reaching our goals. We know we should step outside of our comfort zones. We know we should believe in ourselves, and we know we should cultivate a mindset that encourages growth. But the what of what we should do is easy. The hard part is how. This podcast is designed to answer that question by giving quick, easy, and actionable advice to support, encourage, and empower people so you can stop dreaming and start doing. As always, my goal is to help you get more out of life. So for this week's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about something that I have hinted at in previous episodes of the podcast, but I haven't really gone full depth into this topic. And the topic is the difference between energy management and time management. So when it comes to productivity, most of us typically look at time management. So how can we manage our time more effectively? How can we become more efficient? We look at things like multitasking. We start looking at things like the Pomodoro technique, get bullet journaling. How can we really sort of min-max our time so that we can be more productive. And the idea behind energy management is that instead of looking at your time, instead of trying to squeeze the most out of the minutes that you have available in your day, it's about managing your personal energy in order to get more things done. I have actually been using energy management off and on for several years, but I didn't actually know the term and that there was a whole subset of people moving towards energy management instead of time management when it came to productivity until I saw a YouTube video by a YouTuber named Ruina Tai. And basically she has this wonderful YouTube video that talks about energy management, what it is, how to go about doing it, et cetera, et cetera. And when I was watching that video, I was like, oh my God, this is something that I've done in the past. And this is why that was so effective for me, but also this makes so much more sense. So my version of this concept was the happiness inventory. And that's a concept that I've talked about previously on this podcast. And that's basically making a list of all of the things that you feel positive about, negative about, neutral about, and trying to increase the number of things that you feel positive about, decrease the number of things that are neutral or negatives in your life. Energy management is very similar to this. So it's a little bit different in that instead of just looking for more positives, you're trying to control your day and your productivity levels based on how you feel. You would do something very similar. So you would take an inventory of your energy on a daily basis. You might want to do it for one to two days before you actually start to make any changes because you want to get a clear picture of your energy levels throughout the day. You might write down on a piece of paper, I woke up at this time and this is how I felt. And then you start listing out every single thing you did during that day. You start listing out, I made coffee, I brushed my teeth, I took a shower, I made my bed, I got dressed, I launched into work, et cetera. And then you start marking down what your energy level was like throughout that whole process. So what part of your morning routine energizes you? Is there anything in your morning routine that actually kind of brings you down? During your workday, what are the things that leave you feeling the most lifted? And what are the things that leave you feeling a little bit blah? And the more you understand that, then you can start to manipulate those things to improve your productivity and to improve your general mood and lifestyle as you're going about your day-to-day life. So a really good example of this is actually the process of editing this podcast. For me, I'm not I'm not an audio engineer. I'm not an expert when it comes to editing. I don't particularly enjoy the process, but it's part and parcel of having a podcast and being an independent podcaster. So I have to do it. But it's not energizing for me. In fact, it's quite draining because this isn't my passion. So for me, using the principles of energy management to build out my day and improve my productivity levels means understanding that I have something like editing that is a very draining activity and placing it strategically in my day so that it fits 
within my energy levels. So for instance, if you have something that's more of a draining activity, like editing this podcast is for me, I wouldn't want to place that activity at a point in my day where my energy level is naturally lower. For me, my energy tends to peak in the mid-morning and by around two o'clock in the afternoon, I've started to dip and I'm starting to get a little bit tired. So editing the podcast at two to three o'clock in the afternoon is the worst idea for me because I'm not going to be doing a very good job. I'm not going to be very motivated or into it. And it's going to take a lot longer for me to edit the podcast if I'm doing so at that point in the day when my energy level is lower versus when it's higher. So that's one way you can use energy management to plan out your day. You can make sure that you're timing things according to your energy level. So if you have something that's more draining, you might want to put that at a point in your day where your energy level is a little bit higher so that you can get through something that is a little bit more of a slog and vice versa. So if you have activities that are more uplifting, you might want to time that to coincide with when your energy levels are naturally lower. So for me, for instance, because I know that my energy levels dip around two o'clock in the afternoon, that's when I like to work out. That's when I like to take my dog for a walk, anything that lifts my energy up because I'm not going to get something done at that time. My energy levels are low, so I need to do something that lifts them up rather than drain them further. And the other unique thing about energy management is that you can also use understanding your energy and what energizes you to help bolster your energy throughout the day and throughout your life, really. So for instance, if I have a conference call, I love talking to people, but I prefer face-to-face conversations, conference calls, meetings, those can be really draining, especially when you're spending a lot of time on Zoom. So if I know that I'm going to have a long call at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, and that might be when I'm most energized, but that is a super draining activity, I want to make sure that whatever comes after that is something that's very energizing. So that way I'm not segueing from this really draining activity right into editing the podcast, for instance, because my energy levels will be lower than they normally are because I've done that really draining activity and I need to make sure that I'm rebuilding them through something else. And it's really a practice that the more you do it, the more effective it becomes. And this is something that for me personally has really transformed my productivity levels because it's no longer about putting in a certain number of hours. It's about maximizing the work and working at a time where it flows. For me, that means that if my energy level dips and it's really getting to the point where working is like pulling teeth and something is not happening, I'm not gonna force myself to sit at my computer for two hours when my energy is so low that I can't get anything done. I'm gonna take a break, I'm gonna go rest. I might even come back the next day so that way when I'm at 100%, when it's I'm at my high energy levels, I can just bust through it because I can get something done when I am energized and motivated. I can get something done in 30 minutes. But if I'm low energy and I'm trying to force myself into it, it's going to take me three, four hours. And I realize that that's not something that everybody can do because it really depends on your job. It really depends on the structure that you have available to you. But I have found that even the smallest tweaks have gone a long way. Like I said, taking that inventory of your own life, starting to understand your own habits and patterns, how your energy levels change throughout the day. And it's going to be very different. It's going to be very unique to you. So for some people, their energy might spike in the morning, like myself. For some people, it might spike in the afternoon or even late evening. So feel okay to change your life, your patterns, your habits around your energy, because it is very, very unique to you. And if you're trying to operate in a way that doesn't fit your energy level, it's kind of like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. You're just forcing something to happen that isn't natural for you. So That's why I really loved this concept of energy management instead of time management. And I hope it's something that more people begin to adopt 
as we move away from traditional work structures, as we move away from the 40-hour work week, from the typical five-day work week that we've been clinging to for so long, it's really, really outdated. It makes way more sense for us to work when we feel great, when we feel energized, and to give 100% than to force ourselves to slog through something when we're not feeling it and take that much longer and really end up more exhausted and more drained in that process. Because the nice benefit to this practice of energy management is yes, you become more productive, but also you're happier. And as you're happier, as you begin to feel less pressure and less guilt, and you begin to accept yourself and understand how your energy levels change throughout your day and throughout your life, you'll find that things in general get a little bit easier. At least they did for me. I found that working got a little bit easier, even with my ADHD. I found that getting started on things that previously had been my big task avoidance items was no longer such a monumental burden because I had gotten so good at allowing myself to work with my energy flow instead of against it. Now, that's all we have time for in today's episode of The Wildest Podcast. If you want to learn more about this topic, I've included a few resources, including a link to Rowena's video on the topic of energy management on the show notes for this episode. So you can go over to janderly.com slash energy management to learn more. If you want to talk more about this subject, you can follow me on social media. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at janderly, and my DMs are always open. And you can join the Wildest community by heading over to janderly.com slash wildest to sign up for our newsletter. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wildest Podcast. And as usual, keep working, keep striving, but don't forget to take a break if you need one. Talk soon. What does perfect even mean? Is there even such a thing?